Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Happy New Year to all. I hope your first few weeks of January 2024 are going well. It's been a very interesting time energetically. I think a lot of us have felt it. Uh, Heavy energy, there may be a lot of sadness, grief, concern coming up. Um, And we're kind of wondering what's next. And I think this year for most is going to be a very, very different year. I think we are being called on to let go of what doesn't serve us finally. And for a lot of people, you know what that is. For some of you, you don't know what that is yet, but you will be shown. And I'm being told you will be tested to show you that because a lot of us are keeping beliefs, um, ideas, memories, experiences, um, that in a way that doesn't serve us. So I'm going to ask you for actually request that for the remainder of this year, right? You got a lot of days, allow yourself to be open to do things differently. And that leads me into the topic of today, which is how to make this year better than ever. And I always giggle inside a little bit when the new year comes around, because most of us were raised to believe that the new year, January 1st, meant that it's time for a reset for our personal goals. And for many, it really is. It's kind of like we, we choose that marker. But for me, well, I don't really believe that anymore. And as I've grown into myself, I don't know about y'all, but I realized that January 1st is only a day in our lives and that change or making a decision to change can happen in any moment. And as human beings, we're really driven to change in two ways. And the first is when we experience immense pleasure and we wanna make sure to sustain that level of pleasure. Maybe it's by having fun or feeling more joy or doing new things and experiencing love and satisfaction and expansion, right? Things like that. The second way is to be in intolerable pain. And this is the kind of pain that brings you to your knees and you realize in an instant that you can't keep living your life in that particular way, the way that you have been, the way that hasn't been working much like kind of like a rock bottom moment. And it's a moment, not a day in the year that causes this type of change, like a millisecond faster than that. And you realize that you simply can't take doing life the way you've been doing it. And if you don't change, I mean, really change a massive shift, you like literally die in some way or in entirety. Now, most people live along a spectrum of either one of these and they wonder why, you know, they kind of think, oh, I want to change, 
but then change doesn't happen. And I have a very simple yet profound reason why. And I think people get confused, like, oh, I just want things to be different. I want, I want, I want, I need, I need, I need for things to be different. I ought to, all of that. But then nothing happens. We don't do anything differently. You see, between each of these touch points, immense pleasure or intolerable pain is a very long spectrum of discomfort. And when a person is uncomfortable, they don't change because real pain causes change. Like I said, real pain causes change. So unless you experience intolerable pain, you can wish and want all you want, but you won't move the needle at all. And if you don't move the needle, it won't last because there's only interest, not a commitment to change. I hope this is making sense. Now, when it comes to making this year better than ever, I have a few thoughts about that. I think about this a lot. I always think about change. I always think about what's going to propel me forward. And a, a, lot of, a lot of times, because we don't know what's coming in our lives, we don't know what that motivation, that internal fortitude, we don't know where that's going to come. But first, I want to say that most people have dreams of the life they want and they fail to realize them, right? They fail to bring them into reality. And there are a lot of reasons for this and to go into that would take a lot of time and you yourself know the reasons why that hasn't happened in, in your life. And whether you care to admit them or not or trust them or trust that you know why you have yet to make them per your permanent reality, somewhere deep inside, you know and there's a lot of fear around change. There's a lot of fear. We, we, like, we like our sense of comfort. We like to kind of know what to expect. And change calls on us to trust. Trust the unknown. And that's very hard. And second, the, uh, you know, most people tend to lack a real specific vision for their lives, right? They dream big and vague but not specifically. And the universe knows what's in our heart, but you have to claim it for, you know, for yourself, for the universe to begin to work in your favor. This is a key point to make, to make this year and any year, any moment better, better than ever. And each of us knows, uh, you know, what about ourselves we'd like to change. And each of us knows who we must become to be the cause of change in our lives. So why do we keep settling for what we don't want? Why do most people accept their current circumstances as their permanent reality? You see, most of us have limiting beliefs that hold us back from realizing our full potential. And you hear that all the time, everybody has limiting beliefs, but it's very, very true. Even, even though the things that happen in our lives help us grow, there are layers and layers and layers of conditioned limiting beliefs that most of us don't even know we have. You see, beliefs that you're not entirely aware of. And these come from your upbringing, your cultural conditioning, societal conditioning, and familial conditioning. And it's as if these are the only rules that we can operate from. And that's not the case. And once you get that, once you realize that just because you've been raised a certain way, 
or you've been exposed to certain things in a certain way, doesn't mean that you can't develop your own sense of truth. And so what would your life be like if you could make your own rules? We are never, ever given, and I say that emphatically, we are never given externally the permission to make our own rules. Because if you could decide how your life is in every moment of your life, that changed the game for you, wouldn't it? See, we, we are raised a certain way by our family, by society that says, well, this is how it is. No, it's never how it is. It's only how it is when you decide how it is. And I fully ascribe to the belief that when you try new things, when you stretch beyond your comfort zone, however scary that is, when you meet new, new and different people, when you work on your judgment of others, because that's a representation of your own insecurity when we judge others, when you allow yourself to cultivate new beliefs and choose the highest version of yourself, everything really seems to fall into place. It tends to make more sense, at least to me. And I've spent a lifetime of working on these things. I have still a lot of work to do each day to meet my own standard of evolution. And I get very frustrated with myself. And then I have to talk myself off the ledge and say, Janice, evolution is not on your time. Evolution is on the universe's time. But it's amazing that when I've given the universe express permission to expand me, and that's one of the things I want to invite you to do this year. Give the universe express permission to expand you. It does in amazing ways. I have a sticky note on my computer that I see each day, and it has one word on it. And I'm guided to look at that word a lot. And that one word is trust. Some days for me, it's harder than others. And my head and my mind interfere with the truth of trusting, so I kind of get sidetracked. But as I sit here with you, I'm in quite an inspired state of mind. So trusting in what is meant to be and in what I'm able to do for myself and my life feels true and it feels trustworthy. As you look back on this past year and answered some of the questions that I posed in my previous podcast episode, the end of 2023, I wonder what you came up with about yourself. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly encourage you to do that because today's episode piggybacks on that one. And those questions are forevermore. Like they'll, they'll always be applicable. The questions in that episode are designed to get you to think more deeply, to assess your life more closely and to invite you to see you now in comparison to who you desire to become. That's what life is about becoming, right? That's the, what the human journey is about, becoming more loving, becoming more humble, becoming more helpful and compassionate, assertive, strong, liberated, courageous, taking leaps of faith, trusting, dreaming bigger and more specifically, ending old patterns that don't serve you anymore, dealing with what haunts you, and many other things. This is what life is about, peeling back the layers. And as humans in the spiritual world, our entire goal is to do what it takes to become our greatest versions of ourselves. 
and the dreams and desires in our hearts, not our ego, will get you there. There's no desire or dream that is within you that is heart-based that isn't meant for you to achieve. And in almost all cases, you don't know how that's going to happen. And I know that for a fact. Whatever's in your heart is meant for you to achieve. And there's no timeline for that. You can speed it up, however, by becoming more closely aware of who you are, what, what patterns you practice, what beliefs you believe that hold you back, and, and how you, most importantly, identify yourself. And I've had countless dreams and desires, and when I've taken the first step, I've always been led to the next, and to the next, and to the next, seamlessly. So it's not a date on the American calendar that is the end-all be-all for change. It's the time that you decide and choose to change that is the end-all be-all date. So how do you make this year the best year ever? I have a couple of suggestions. The first is to decide that you choose to know and believe good things only. Repeat those good things every day to yourself by saying, I only choose to know and believe that. And do that until you're out of things to say for that moment. Practice this nonstop and watch how your life changes. It becomes easier. The second is to get specific about your dreams. Don't just say, I want a new house, more money, a better job, more time, more this or more that. Get really specific. Write it out and visit your dream every day. Sit with your conditions and always, when you put your request out to the universe, always add this or something better and then take guided steps. You'll know what those guided steps are because they'll feel like urges, like nudges, like you won't even second guess. They're just like, yep, this is what I got to do. Three, learn to trust yourself and your intuition. You hear about this all the time and it sounds kind of goofy. It sounds etheric. It's the small, tiny, soft voice inside of you that gives you a feeling of what's best right to do, the best right decision to make. It will never lead you astray. Your mind will convince you that certain things need to be a certain way, like outcomes need to happen in a certain way. But that's not how the world works. Your intuition knows, your soul knows. And even though the outcome turns out differently than what you expect, it's showing you that expectations aren't what guides you. It's what your intuition and your dreams and your heart is asking you to step up into. Four, take the time to stop doing and start being. This is a lesson for me too, y'all. For most of us, it's really hard to stop doing because we're actually left to hear ourselves think. We are driven by doing. And when we're left to hear ourselves think, it's a good thing because most of us aren't really aware of what we are thinking in the first place, right? What we practice on a daily and momentary basis. You see, our thoughts determine our actions and beliefs. So wouldn't you wanna be so dang cognizant of what you're thinking that you can actually become your own life architect Write your thoughts down. Even if you're feeling badly, write those down. Get curious about them. Get them out of your head and get curious 
ask yourself not in this way, why is this happening to me? But curiosity asks us to sing that question in a different way. We sing that in a way that says, I wonder why this is happening to me. One, the first one is a victim mentality. The second is a victor mentality. It's the investigator. It's the one who's curious that says, I want to know why. I need to know why because I know that when I know why, this will help me grow. Don't ever accept a thought, a bad thought, as truth unless it allows you to feel good. No bad thought is ever true. It's just conditioning that makes us believe that bad thoughts are as true as good thoughts. Thoughts are things, so just take good care of your thoughts as you would your most prized possession. That's how special and powerful they are to you and your life. Five, stop settling. Learn to stop doing this. We settle because we really don't believe in our worth and our deservedness, and we settle because we don't believe that what we want will come true. And everyone deserves everything that their heart desires. When you decide to stop settling in your job, with your current financial situation, your relationships, your own personal condemnation, then you begin to see yourself as somebody who matters, as someone who's worthy, as someone who's valuable, and this is perhaps one of the hardest goals to achieve for many because the beliefs you have around your worth and value mitigate your ability to stand your ground in the truth. To stop settling means getting really comfortable with who you are and knowing yourself up, down, left, and right so well that no matter what you decide and no matter what anyone says about what you decide, you have peace in your heart and mind because of where you stand with yourself. And it's not where you stand with anything or anyone else, but it's where you stand with yourself. So choose how you stand with yourself and where you stand wisely and only stand in alignment with the person who you want to become. Lastly, learn to listen and learn. This is the key to making anybody's life better. Ask anybody how they are. Take the time to listen. Read new books that expand your mind. Go, go to things that grow your life experience. Test your will. Meet new people and do that stuff that scares you. Of course, nothing is going to harm you. But emotionally, do the stuff that scares you so that you know of what you're made. I've had such an expansive experience in 2023. I did things that scared me. I, I didn't know whether or not I would succeed or fail. I put stuff out there that, you know what, uh, worked and a lot of it didn't. But I was okay with that because that gives me clarity. Action creates clarity. And this is how you make this year better than ever. Think, feel, believe, and do only those things that lead you closer to who you want to become. Trust me, your year is going to be so fantastic if you do this that you'll wonder why you waited so long to step into your truth, to step into this truth. I wish you a wonderful, meaningful, challenging, but learningful and healthy 2024. Have a blessed day, a wonderful week, 
and always live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.